Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's time for Brady to give you all the news only Brady knows. Call that the Brady Report. Before we get to that, going back to uh, you know the race within the race with the hiring of uh, the Dolphins head coach who isn't as a black coach, but nobody will acknowledge that he's a black coach. They still want the narrative to be there are no black coaches in the NFL outside of Mike Tomlin, and now maybe Lovey Smith is there too. But this guy, they're not counting him as black because he looks too white. This guy, uh, this is a great, a great email. Bert, you're going to love this one. Oh, no. Uh, Kadeem Cadet is his name. And he says, John, it just doesn't stop there. I was a disgrace to my black race because I got good grades and didn't sag my pants. Just because you ain't a thug or a single mom, you're not black enough. I got – Brett, brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, Brett, you got to hold on for I that. got passed over for a KFC scholarship. <laughs> I kid you not. How? How did that happen? <laughs> I need more. Well, there's Kadeem. a lot of people going for that scholarship. Kadeem, I need more. We need more. <laughs> and is that only in black neighborhoods? Because I've never been to the KFC and seen the sign-up for the scholarship. <laughs> yeah, where – <laughs> seems that's like that's discriminatory where's yeah. and do you want that as a black guy i got in here on the merits of my kfc visits <laughs> i'm not telling anybody i got a kfc scholarship what other scholarships they'll be all over roscoe's i was going to school on one of those uh delicious treats kadeem that's a great email but it's true we got to stop this whole race within the race within the race He's black, but he's not black enough. The head coach of the Dolphins, we need him to you know, get in the sun a little bit. Show us the truth. Stop it. Stop all of it. Live like me. I don't hate anybody because of the color of their skin. I hate everybody. Period. You made the list. Until you made the list. they prove me wrong.
There it is. I think everyone's an asshole until they prove me wrong. I don't care what color you are. And you should feel the same about me. KSC Colonel Scholarship Program. And it's one if I was a black guy, I'd try to avoid just oh, because man. the teasing. How much is it? No way. Uh, scholarship yeah, award no value problems. five grand per year. No. <laughs> that's five grand me. a year. That's me, Brad. I know you like getting free money from any food place, but <laughs> if you're a black guy and you've got the KFC scholarship and you tell anybody, you know every job interview you've got. You're like, I'll be right back. i got to go show this to some people. <laughs> so the guy in there, Kadeem, the- look how he got to school. He's a KFC scholarship winner. Of course he is. All right, let's keep straight faces and go back and interview him. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't have been in that interview. Oh, my God. If Brett was there. <laughs> so you went to school on the... Uh, oh, KFC uh, <laughs> scholarship. I'll be right back. <laughs> the door just closes behind Brett. Oh! <laughs> Come on, man. He got the Chef Boyardee yeah. scholarship. <laughs> it's like me going on a Hellman's mayonnaise scholarship. Yeah. People are going to tease. <laughs> uh, anyway. Thank you, Kadeem. That's a great interview, or a great email. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light this Saturday at Hooters. Everybody's talking about Sunday, but Saturday, Hooters and Mesa is doing a great thing for a great cause. Crisis 22 Car and Bike Show, uh, 10 to 3 o'clock. You can check out the Bikini Bike Wash, the food and drink specials all over. They're going to have live music, and the proceeds go to an amazing cause, the Crisis 22 Project for Veteran Suicide Prevention. Look it up. The numbers in the Crisis 22 project will make your jaw hit the ground. It is not something that makes anyone feel like we're doing anything right. Sit and bicker about your emoji finger color and how it's not representing your Filipino heritage or the Dolphins coach isn't black enough, ladies skating pisses you off. This should piss you off. Crisis 22 project for veteran suicide prevention. It's a great thing they're doing. Hooters and Mesa, uh, see you out there Saturday, 10 to 3 o'clock, and thank you for doing such a nice thing, Hooters. And Bud Light. And then they bring you the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Day on Average. It's the 41st day of the year. Yeah. Which means on average that people abandon their New Year's resolutions. Oh, this is it. I thought it was earlier than this. This is Me the one. Me too. Huh? But it's- well, that uh, dry January thing sure lasted for no one that I know. <laughs> I don't think anybody I know made it through their dry January. And I know about 10 people doing it. Nobody. It nobody. Was, it ended on a Sunday. And so by Saturday night, we made it this far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we made Good it this enough. far. Yeah. I, it was like a dry week, maybe for the yeah. m- person that did the best. I think somebody downstairs it's said they made it 10 days. Jill. Jill, Jill, Jill made it me. four days. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's... She didn't realize it. Oh, this is alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> you mean wine counts? Oh, she knew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Got a couple of basis fun facts. The least financially successful Harry Potter movie made approximately $90 million more than the most successful Twilight movie. Wow. The least popular Harry Potter movie was uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. That's the final yeah. one, wasn't it? No. Oh, damn it. So many of them. $789 million. She did all right with that. <laughs> I'd say. Too bad about her views no one, on gender. I was going to say, no wonder she's so entitled about her opinion. So what? <laughs> no, I didn't yeah, say it was a bad and, thing. And she can be entitled about gender, but also, she doesn't care what you think. I know. The guy who assassinated President Garfield in 1881 yeah. used a gun with an ivory handle. 
because he thought it would look good in a museum. There's a French actor named Gautier or yeah, uh, Charles J. Guiteau. Guiteau or something like that. Guiteau, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's the best assassination story of all time because he didn't really assassinate him. Is an attempted assassination of Garfield. Fired two into his back right there at a train station in Baltimore, I think. <laughs> Garfield turns around. What's this then? Takes the dude's hand. They wrestle him to the ground. And then the doctor's hands in that time and day and age, the people's hands so that were, were so dirty that, oh, they dug around in his wounds. They infected him, and he died, I think, in September of that year. Oh, man. Yeah. So he didn't really die from the assassination. He died. The attempted assassination ended up giving him sepsis and all sorts of infections from him trying to fix him. He said the same thing a second time when the doctor didn't wash his hands. What's this yeah, then? What's this then? But they didn't really have, like, the... You know, disinfectant stuff, the hand stuff, like yeah. at the ready then. And then the digging idea. around in there with her dirty early 20th century hands just tearing into this guy. Just think about that bag of chips yesterday. Oh. I mean, all the people doing that too. I wouldn't want anybody in this building to touch one of my wounds today. And we've got so much hand sanitizer around here. Everybody's hands are probably disease-free. Imagine back then people with dirty fingernails walking around all day long and they're doctors. You, can't, you couldn't wash your hands how, as how easily. How long or how Ugh. When did they start doing, like, uh, even splashing alcohol in there? And if that even did it. I don't know when they did alcohol, but I know it, that. And then they would burn, you know, a lot of times the instruments cauterized. a lot of times. the um, I know that it was the World Fair, and I don't know if it was like 1900 or before that a little bit, when Listerine came out as the answer. Yeah. To pour it on your hands, and it was a disinfectant. It wasn't a mouthwash. It was supposed to be the thing that cleans everything. Weren't they using it for, like, a lot of, like, even cleaning well, everything? that's what it was. It yeah. was anything but your fresh breath. And then it killed germs in your mouth. But uh, Doctor Lister, Doctor Lecter, says for thing. most people by or for most doctors by the mid 1870s, sur- surgeons had finally come around to sterilizing their hands yeah. and instruments before operation. 1870, they finally said we should sterilize these. But which but it, wasn't hold wide, them over it wasn't fire. widespread. Right. It was just hold them over a fire. They didn't have like yeah. stuff to do it. They just burned the old instruments and Another one, cleaned them. The idea of surgeons washing their hands is barely 150 years old. Jeez, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they dug around in Garfield like he was a, you know, like he was roadkill, and they were gutting him. Great story, though. I, if I ever get shot, that's what I want to say. What's this then? What a great phrase. You'll be a tactical black one. Well, you might take the hand. We yeah, still Alec get Baldwin. shot. I can still take one down. Well, if I hit Baldwin. <laughs> That's the unexpected. But what's this then is a great thing to say to the – because if you just shot somebody and he turns and looks at you and says that, you're like, oh, Jesus, this guy's a mountain. <laughs> they uh, take the survey every year about the Super Bowl, and now it's up to uh, 48%. 48% of people think the Super Bowl should be moved to Saturday. No. no. Super Bowl Sunday. Shut up. Because they want Monday off. Yeah. Otherwise. No, no. It should always be Sunday. And you control yourself. It's called willpower. Well, didn't the Cincinnati mayor already say that if they win Monday's a the schools, holiday, yeah. schools are already closed on Monday? I, no I matter thought win or that lose? was the announcement. They said no matter what, after Super Bowl, wow. Monday is off. Because, well, and for Cincinnati, that's fine because it's one day <laughs> lost in the next 30 years. They're Cincinnati, not going back Kentucky. over and over again. They're done. Yeah, Kentucky is jobless anyway. <laughs> and you know what? The entire nation will feel nothing if Cincinnati doesn't do a lick of work for a day. Wait, no what, hiccup. We lost a day of productivity in Cincinnati? Yep. No hiccup in the world of commerce. No skyline, John. Yeah, exactly. Maybe somebody will actually lose a pound in that <laughs> godforsaken dump. Big news starting February 21st. 
Shamrock Shakes will be available at McDonald's. Out of They're all bad. these years, I've never had one. Okay. You've never had I've one? I've never had one, They're no. good. Mint ice cream. First one okay. rolled out in 1970. Yeah, they are good. Wow. All right. Eight years uh, before Van Halen. <laughs> 52-year-old Shamrock Shake. They're good, but I... It's Is it a, a one and done? It's an awful lot to, to rest in your gut. Yeah, it's once a season. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're not going back double. Oh, all right. Yeah, times. you're not going to... Well, some company excluded. Oh, sorry. There's going to be a <laughs> single visit, sir. <laughs> and then you can take years You'll off. You'll go once a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a single a, visit a week. You'll take a couple. And then you blame of. it on your daughter. Uh, oh, Brady, Brady's mic's broken and his headphones are off. Yeah, you're, not, you're going to want like one every couple of years, maybe. Uh, this art museum in Russia recently hired a new security guard. And he did uh, the opposite of what uh, they hired him to do. We don't know his name, but he's around 60 years old, and he got bored on his first day working there, so he decided to pass the time by improving one of the museum's paintings. He saw a portrait called Three Figures. It, um, It's just three blank faces with no facial features at all, so he took a ballpoint pen, drew eyes <laughs> on them, which was a problem because the painting was worth a million bucks. Whoa. Damn. It happened in early it's also December. A being an asshole, painting yeah. over somebody. See, else's we've and I hate to break this to everybody. We just started a black fight. Winston just texted me and said, "Tell Kadeem to STFU." And he goes, "I hate that crap." Where he's basically saying he had to act like a thug and getting good grades was bad. And you know, Winston wants to kill Kadeem now. I don't like all this Jeez. black on black violence I, that I, Toledo I'm started with that email. Oh, but I do still think that scholarship's hilarious. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, texters are giving multiple examples for Brett to bring up, which I won't no, do no, no, about no. certain farming <laughs> no, scholarships. No, 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 no. <laughs> texters can be quiet. That's why. That's why they don't have shows. They're awful people. You might remember that old um, Super Bowl ad. It aired back in 2010. Uh, it's never miss a Super Bowl club. It's about those three guys that oh, yeah. have been to every Super Bowl since um, 1967. The three surviving members are all in their 80s, and this might be their last Super Bowl, but they're going this year. Yeah. The oldest guy is 85, says he probably won't go next year. But at least one of them plans to keep on going. But the whole group, this will probably be the final This is it. Year. They're almost finished, huh? Yeah. So the guys who have seen every single Super Bowl live is now a crew that is no longer, there's not going to be a possibility of that starting in a year or so. All of them, yeah. yeah, maybe one or two. Not much longer. Yep. But even still, we're within a couple of years of that whole group being gone. I got a quick wild world. So were they doing this in their 30? I guess if it was 56, so they were late 20s when they first started, right? Yeah. Is that right? I don't know how that worked. Maybe mid 67. Nah, it's mid. That's pretty impressive, those guys knocking that out like that. Imagine the dough, too. Oh. And then I wonder Somebody's paying when for they it. started you know, rolling it every year. Yeah, would someone, somebody, the commission step up and, and go? Well, a company would sponsor that. And we went to the Super Bowl uh, media day that time down, and they they probably had them for interview. They parade stuff around like that, and it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here's the three guys who did, or Travelocity would love to have them. Oh, they it says it here: KFC paid for the tickets. <laughs> well, there you go. See, <laughs> big on that. <laughs> you got a lot of extra money. <laughs> They were scholarship throughout all their Super Bowls. <laughs> Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. 
this is pretty amazing. Uh, in Indonesia, uh, the village worked together to remove this tire that was stuck around this crocodile's neck. Not a small crocodile. This thing's huge. So the group of them got together and basically, you know, did the crocodile hunter you, you take the noose uh, or take the rope around the snout or tape. Right. So the- and they cut the tire off. There's pictures of it. Yeah. Um, it's been there for six years, you said? Yeah. Around the neck for six years. And the thing just kept growing. Tire got tighter. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of the same skin? Like, just leave it. Well, eventually, I think it might choke it off. <laughs> oh. I mean, this thing was definitely was eating good. It, it was a big croc. So it wasn't bothering the croc at all? Well, it probably was, but... Bothering people more. Yeah. So they felt like they were going to do a good deed and let this croc who was surviving just fine with a radial around its neck. They're like, you know, the village is getting crowded. We need this guy around. <laughs> Pretty identifiable. Send the kids over there to wash the clothes <laughs> over by the river. Sure. It's neat. The picture's neat, but I don't think that crocodile cared at all. That's Look how big picture. that was. Yeah. And Where's then the there, tire? Yeah, there's one wasn't small one. There's a picture of oh, it with the tire is. around it. Yeah. It's like a necklace. It was. It was a choker. Do they have an esophagus and all that stuff? I don't even know how those work. Could you choke it out? Like I don't think you could put it in a headlock. Yeah, yeah. You can if you get a good little oh my crank God. on it, and they pass out. They tap out. <laughs> Do they? give me crap. <laughs> yeah, you can choke it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. crocodile. I don't think you can. I don't think that tire even matters. If the croc is uh, biting you, that's the first. Go after their their throat. You punch them in the yeah. throat. Where is that? I don't. <laughs> right underneath the mouth, the right? Question. You know, that's the kind of a straight shot. Question. You, you go for their Adam's apple. Which what is? if it's a girl? <laughs> it's tough to find. Good luck. Just don't get attacked by one. Yeah. That's your wild, wild world. In uh, Seattle, a bunch of people that have uh, been driving around their Mazdas. Oh, they've been buying is, new Mazdas. This. this is great stuff. <laughs> the radio is stuck on the NPR station. Damn you, Brett Fessley. <laughs> Sorry. So people started complaining, and the local Mazda dealers now bring your car in, and it's under warranty. But they can't change the station at all. Yeah, it's always why. only on the NPR station. Well, I know station. why, because oh, that God. liberal cuck town doesn't allow radio stations outside of NPR. Toledo knows. That's why he loves yep. it up there in Seattle. It's an NPR haven. <laughs> you get, it's just ridiculous that a guy, like in this day and age, that you can make a radio stick. I'm impressed. And it only plays, and you know what? Mazda sales through the roof. Only two or three people complained about it. Everybody else was thrilled with the idea. Oh, no options? Just NPR? This is perfect. (laughs) Do I pay extra for that? In my socialist world of Seattle, I don't want options. I want to have this preached to me by one voice. Trip sitting there going, how do we do that here? do we lock them down on the KDKB? (laughs) You have to get Subaru involved because it's gay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
So the best feature about the new Outback is it only has one radio feature. 93.3 Alternative Lives. Yeah. There's a uh, (laughs) new restaurant concept that's happening in the UK. It started in Australia, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of poking fun at us here in the United States of one of the uh, things that we have happened, the Angry Karen. Yeah. They've been opening up. uh, This one will open up in Sheffield next month called Karen's Diner. Oh, jeez. How you doing, David? Where'd he come from? (laughs) Wow. Computer just decided to interrupt you, Brady. Sorry about that. What? So basically, it's a novelty concept restaurant poking fun at the disgruntled middle-aged woman, Karen. Mm -hmm. So Karen's Diner uh, will have the... The women there, the the waitress will be there, crotchety. They ask you to bring your rage and response to play along. Right. Um, huh. The restaurant has a range of burgers on the menu, the basic Karen, the fiery Karen. Karen's got real beef, and they also have a chicken burger named Karen's Best Breast. Oh. Um, so this is the fourth one that's opening. This is the first in the U.K. There's kind of a, you know, it's like a... So it's old fifties yeah. diner, right? So it's Ed DeBevix. It is where yep. the waitresses are all Karens the, now. Yeah, they're all Karens. So the characters are a little less exciting. You just get a complaining lady at your table with a shoulder length haircut. That's what Ed DeBevix was. Yeah, it's all yeah, Ed DeBevix used to be. It's the mean people from the fifties, and now it's just now it's standard. Right now, it's, I don't know what's different <laughs> than just a regular restaurant. The other thing that was funny that happened in a restaurant, it was. Uh, Charo's restaurant or pizza in Philadelphia. They're running an ad, and the person that put the ad together didn't realize. I think they just basically found a picture of a espresso. They put it on there where it was coffee and pizza deal, and Ugh. the espresso, you know, the finishing foam on it. Yeah, they didn't look at it actually as a picture, and they didn't realize it. So they ran the ad, and it was basically the. Barry Wood. Yeah. Oh, it's the, the one that I, uh, my yeah. friends and I that are all Barry Wood senders sent this back and forth to each other, not knowing it was a real ad. I thought some this is a real ad from Chiaro's. Yeah. Or Chiaro's. In, yeah. Uh, and if you look close, you see, I mean, once you see it, you don't unsee it, but it's a beautiful chocolate, it double takes, chocolate dessert. It takes you a while. Dessert. Yeah. Once you see it, though, that's all <laughs> you, you see. Then you go, oh, there he is. Now that I told you that. <laughs> ah, Barry's <laughs> in the foam. But I, we were sending, I got, I got it from somebody and I laughed for a half hour because I didn't know what it was. Found it, and then I'd send it to my my cop buddy Ben and uh, Doug. Yeah. Those guys love it, and then they send it to their friends. Jesus up there at uh, Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. A surprise. <laughs> he and I find all the Barry stuff and go back and forth. He got me a great Christmas ornament of Barry. I got Barry Wood paintings from J. Todd Himes, but this one is gold because it was a real ad. They just missed Chiaro's it. found out about it last week. Yeah, they, they didn't been realize. It for a while. It's been in their restaurants and their windows. <laughs> it's everywhere. I thought it was just a goof that somebody made out of their ad, but it's what their ad actually was. And here's the little fun fact that I told you this morning. We've always said Barry Wood, which I think he, you look at Barry Wood and that pulls up if you Google it, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess his real name is Wardy Joubert Third. Huh. Wardy Joubert. I knew Barry Wood wasn't his real name. Wardy. J-O-U-B-E-R-T. W-A-R-D-Y. Wardy Joubert is his real name. Is he from America? Is he a, a 
We USA. looked this up once. I think. And and I remember we were, were talking about one of the stories that they've been using the image for years, and he never got no, any of the money. Not a penny. Family was getting mad during the pandemic that he was everywhere. <laughs> so I think it got and he was the everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was my laugh a day in the pandemic. So much so that I've commissioned art by real artists. The H and H Ranch has two beautiful paintings from J. Todd Himes of him in in my bedroom at the H and H Ranch downtown for Suns games when you knock out. The Nirvana Nevermind album cover still a classic. Well done. I got a Trump painting coming from Himes here soon that's nice. magnificent. He's got like a three-footer hanging off of him. It's amazing. Uh, this happened in Hudson, Ohio. A discussion on uh, ice fishing was at the city council meeting. And the mayor suggested that before we allow additional shanties to be set up on the ice, I think this might lead to prostitution. Everyone's looking around, what does he know? Mayor's got inside knowledge. I thought that's what it was in the first place. Nobody sits in an ice box for eight hours. Mayor Craig Schubert. Hookers aren't sitting in ice boxes out there on the lake. If we start setting up more of these, hookers show up to that. Absolutely. They're sitting ducks out there. Those guys are actually, (laughs) that's what an ice shanty is. You put a, a, they sleep all day. You're getting away from their wives. You're playing cards. Grumpy old old men. Right, because but you know you're not playing cards. You're in there by yourself. That's what they want you to think you're playing. But me and the boys are going to go fishing, what and you le- set up a little you're house. You're getting a haircut, sex- a massage, and sex wow. with a prostitute. That's what all lakes that in Ohio is. have ice fishing? Plenty. Tons tons of, when you're yeah. up in Hudson, I thought it was a Minnesota thing. No, if you're an ice fisherman, you are regularly having sex with prostitutes. <laughs> that to me is. I think you're vastly overstating the market. Ninety nine percent of guys who ice fish are doing it for the horse. You mean grumpy old men were doing that in their Garbage. shanties out there? Of course they were. Your wife is never coming out there, ever. It's an escape plan. Nobody. It's the most boring thing in the world. And you're like, you want to come with me? No one's going to say yes. So you just sit there and go, all right. Well, this is an easy out. And you hire a hooker, and she comes out and gets it. That's all I thought ice fishing was. Well. I used to think that was what my dad did during hunting. Like, it doesn't seem like this is something you want to do for seven or eight days with Larry Blake. You two sitting in the woods for eight days, that's kind of gay. You're getting hookers at least, right, Dad? Oh, no, 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 no. What, what, is, what is he on to? Sorry, Mayor Schubert. Shot down. Yeah. The shanties will go on. And so will the prostitution. Mayor Schubert's right. There's no reason a man wants to sit in an ice cave for eight hours to catch a couple of fish. Oh, pulling, fish, up a, pulling up a walleye. Get yourself a walleye. Get another walleye. Hire a hooker. Bang the lights out of the hooker. Take a little nap. Throw in a third walleye. Go home and tell your wife you had a, a good day. If I could catch some walleye and get blown at the same time, <laughs> right. that's... No, nobody's sitting out there. Why, who wants yeah. to shut that down? It's an antenna TV. <laughs> you're out there to get blown. You've got a side piece you're paying for in the middle of the ice. No doubt about it. There's no reason to want to do that, especially if you're young. I've got some pee-pee poo-poo news. All right. Let's see if you can go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your pee-pee poo-poo news. First quick one is uh, you're talking about President Trump. There's an article that will come out that says that they found that President Trump was clogging his toilet in the White House with shredded documents. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Is that true, sir? You know what? We were in there a little bit. It was more shredded wheat. 
That was what we were doing, a lot of shredded wheat, clog up the toilets. I'm a very hard eater. You do eater. your own plumbing? Always do my own plumbing. You know, you don't hire somebody out to go take care of no your... No one clogs a Trump toilet. When you're at... If it was a Trump toilet, bread, it would have slid right down yep. in the glorious gold pipes. Well, I'm saying that's BS. There's S involved. <laughs> <laughs> the bull He shredded his documents and flushed them? Yeah. And, and the, people and know toilet. about that? Well, that's what they're saying. They're, of course. Who's saying that? Uh, whoever Hunter. wrote the article, because Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, yeah. Hunter Biden. Uh, the second story is toilets are all full of water and paper. What's going on, old Joe? You don't need to know about this. Come over here, punch it. There's a bidet company called Tushy, and they're doing a promotion. You can win ten thousand dollars the Monday after the Super Bowl. It's called the Super Super Bowl. <laughs> They'll pay someone 10000 bucks. All you have to do is post your deuce that you lay after the Super Bowl oh, on your on. social. What? Society. On your social? hashtag on your, oh yeah, uh, Instagram, wherever. Society is over. It's over. Hashtag Tushy Super Bowl. Come on. And you could win $10,000. So pick Have a winner. class. Stop laughing at it. And it's you know there's going to be douches that do it, too. <laughs> Brady was right. thinking about it until we just now. It would be douchebags. Why isn't that funny? Already. Yeah. Go ahead. Tushy on. website has a Valentine's Day special going on right now, John. Save an extra 14% off with code IFARTYOU at checkout. All right, Tushy. Already ordered two Keep of them. Keep it classy. Yeah. <laughs> That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. All right. Classy stuff there. Well played. Uh, got a couple of radio videos. Getting to them here. We're <laughs> <laughs> waiting on you. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, you didn't have any. Yeah, today. never mind. What the? I thought I, I sent him a couple. Of yeah. I was like, oh. You made me look because I was like, you How didn't do you have not any. No. Because he doesn't remember. Yeah. It's part of his routine. Sometimes I get him, you know, <laughs> most of the time you get him during the, during the uh, but show. But you don't know no. if you had videos to give Toledo? I sent him so many. Sometimes. Oh, mm-hmm. I had none. And you couldn't tell him? Or uh, he, I understand. Well, you that's why. No, that's why Rico sent this one, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm going in kind of blind on this one. Everybody keep it down just in case. We'll take a look at this together. Oh, this is not going to be good. Uh-oh. It's guys in jeans in a pool. One's about to do a, a back. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, it's a guy who stands on. I don't know on, if that's real or not, but. He stands on his friend's shoulders in a pool and then jumps off of him and then kind of just cannonballs back onto his friend's oh, head and his head the pestis this is how this is how we lost bob saget <laughs> oh, this is bob saget's last move oh. Oh, play it one more time with the sound now that we know it's not playing in the pool jumps up i think he's supposed to do a backflip and he just goes straight up and then oh that's a cracked skull oh. that is the worst skull that that dude can't no- walk he'll never walk again he will never walk again Ugh. Holy smolians. All right. Thanks, Brett. Rico. That's hard to watch. <laughs> that's a Rico thing. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to say that. That one's hard to watch. Because that's a man's spine being going from functional Collapse. to non-functional oh. in a half a second. And it's in slow motion. So and Somewhere Caleb's his asshole. Wow. Yeah. Caleb's in better shape than that guy. Yeah. Caleb can at least bring a... Just a, look left and right right now yeah. and really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Turn L- your, head, your head around. left and right. Caleb, lift that Zwieback toast and put it right in your mouth and be <laughs> grateful that you can still do that with the assistance of a friend. 
Wow, that one was tough to watch. Thank you, Rico. Uh, it is uh, the Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. It's 98 KUPD. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.